Hey guys, Eric here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Before we tune in to the details today, I have one little favor I'd like to ask you. Are you listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? If you are, and if you haven't done it already, it would be so helpful to Anita and I if you could leave a five-star review. It could just be putting five stars or even writing down something that you really enjoyed and learned from the episodes that you've heard so far. This kind of help would really improve our ability to give you better content and also to help other people find out about Taiwanica. So if you wouldn't mind taking just a few moments to do that, if you haven't already, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we really hope you enjoy today's episode. You're spending one third of your life doing something you don't enjoy. And this is the thing a lot of people think is that like only people who are lucky get the job of their dreams or only people who love their jobs are very rare. They're, they're not very many out there. And that's just not the truth. The, tr- the truth is, is that having our own job that we love is a- This is episode nine, talking about the sense of fulfillment. Welcome back, everybody. This is Taiwanica Podcast. My name is Eric here again to talk to you about a new feeling, a feeling that we all desire, yet not really sure how to attain. And we are going to open the door of understanding what is fulfillment. How can you have more of it in your life? And what else? We'll find out more with Anita. Hello, everybody. My name is Anita. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. First thing first, I would like to say thank you for all of your supports and messages on Facebook and Instagram about our solo episode. That's right. Yay, solo episodes. They are fun. Yes, and people love them. And just thank you. Absolutely. It's a wonderful experience so far. Thank you again for being interested in all the things that we do. Yes. And we also will have a shout out for our newest Taiwanican of buymeacoffee.com. At, Which is at the, the end of the episode. <laughs> I was that the most drum roll. Yes. If you guys know. <laughs> that was more of a tongue roll <laughs> than a drum roll. I got to figure out something with the resources I have. Uh, well, <laughs> those four resources, they need some help. Let's just say that. Uh, Anyways, today's topic is sense of fulfillment. What does it mean to you, Anita? Oh, my goodness. It it is a very very simple question yet very very difficult to answer. What it means to me, I think, is when I have, you know, when I did something and I feel great about who I am and how much I can give. Mm. You know, give can be many different forms, like attention, or I spend some time with some person, listening about their worries, I help them solve problems, or quality time with my family. Fantastic examples. So, by giving attention, we are cultivating a sense of fulfillment. Is what you're saying? If you can be present at the moment, then they can cultivate more sense of fulfillment. I can definitely see how that can lead to people receiving a different aspect of you. But how does that connect with your own inner self? That's a really good question. I think the questions you ask, we can change the question a little bit. Like when you are not being present, what were you doing? 
Yeah. Where are you? Where are you? Well, you think head. about it. <laughs> well, what's in your head? La La Land. The la La Land. What's in your La La Land? I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a secret. <laughs> Basically, when we're not being at the present, being present or at the present moment, our mind wonder could be in the past, in the future, like what I'm going to have for dinner. You know, oh, yesterday, that dress was really beautiful. I shouldn't just got that, you know. You're my wondering and you are not being present. When you're not being present, you are not remembering things. Because if you look back in your life like a like a movie per se, those most remarkable moments, they are definitely the moment that you are being present. You it's not like it's definitely not a moment that you are wandering around in your mind, right? For example, like if I think back right now, the memory that pop in my head is when the first time I watch a movie with my father. Right? I was being present with my father and watching the movie, enjoying the movie. That gave me a sense of fulfillment because I spent quality time with my father. And also, I think I quite mentioned about that before, that very, very first movie has had huge impact on me. My life had brought me here in this you know, point of my life, like language and culture, stuff like that. So being present definitely give you a powerful sense of fulfillment. Well, I think it's very wonderful that you're mentioning this through the eyes of what you have experienced. That's not necessarily something that you've done on a regular basis. It was more of a very specific moment in your life that was life changing. And that gave you a sense of fulfillment to remember that as a primary dot, for example, to lead you to where you are now connecting all the dots to this present moment, right? That's true. And you asked me how to connect with yourself if being present. It's every way that you can connect with yourself by being present. Because you're paying attention to the things that really matter. Mm. Like at this moment. You're now. talking about purpose, right? That leads to finding your purpose. I would say so. Like if you're being present, like you just focus on the air that you're breathing in, the time that you're spending with your kids or your friends, that can give you a sense of purposes. Like you find your purpose by doing the things of being present. Well, I think that is one type of purpose, and I can definitely agree with that. I think one of the things that a lot of people are wondering when it comes to purpose is more about how can I generate more of it in my life? And I think you talking about being with children and family, of course, there's definitely one of the ways to do that. Mm -hmm. But most people are more concerned about why do I not have a purpose for my own life, mm. myself, my own individual aspect of why am I here? What is the purpose of me doing the things I'm doing every day? Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a clear sense of purpose for that, it makes it very difficult to appreciate the things that, like you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the things that it, we all want to strive for is to remind ourselves, what is the thing that I love? So Anita just gave a great example of something she loves, her family, her children, her friends. Like these are great things to give you a sense of fulfillment. When you are with these people, you can feel it having quality time. Mm -hmm. But in other things like, for example, career or doing things like your hobbies, trying to find things that you will fill in the time and feel like this is actually worth the effort and worth the time that you're putting in. So a lot of people call this your calling, having a sense of knowing who you want to be, not just with the people around you, but with who you are in your own present moment. 
right? So I think that's one of the biggest differences here between uh, what we were talking about. But do you think I'm on the right page, like the same thing that you're talking about? Yes, I think, like I say, being present can lead to purpose because you your mind is not wandering. Like I say, being present, you focus on the thing that really matters to you, and you started to put your focus on the things that you wanted to achieve, which is what you say, purpose, right? When we find the purpose, we wanted to achieve it because it we know they give a sense of joy, sense of fulfillment, right? So those purposes are passion, basically, like what you say, calling. There are a lot of names that you can call it, and purpose is very motivating. Like we have need to have purpose, right? But most of people, their questions that I've encountered, people ask, was how do I find my purpose? Oh, the hardest question to answer. <laughs> They're asking somebody outside of them uh, right. for the no the answer. the answer for their purpose, uh, and. Gosh, I've been in that situation many right. times. Uh, but the thing that I've learned from my my experience of having people ask me that mm-hmm. is I just simply ask them, well, what do you love? Mm. You know, and a lot of people will tell you things that are completely different from what they're doing. <laughs> you know, for example, they work as a engineer mm-hmm. and then they say, oh, I really love to paint. And I'm like, yes. so why don't you paint? <laughs> that happens so many times right. in my class too. Right. Yes. And so there's just like, oh, why don't you paint? It's like, oh, I just don't got time for that. Oh, I just, you know, I got so uh, much no work money. to do. I don't have money to paint. Yeah. And I'm just like, really? But you know that this will bring you joy if mm. you do this, right? And yeah. they're like, mm, yeah, you're right. But there's always this but that kind of blocks them. And uh, I would like to talk more about this but another time. But mm-hmm. for today's episode's purpose, fulfillment is simple. You have to ask not from a mind point of view, but from a heart point of view, what is it that you strive for? What is the thing that makes you happy from your heart's perspective. Because if you know what that is, then you can generate more of those activities in your life. It doesn't necessarily mean your career. It would be great if it was, but just it has to be something that you can include more into your life on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Like Anita mentioned before, we'll mention it again, spending time with family. This gives her a sense of fulfillment. For me, it's like learning about spirituality. This gives me a sense of fulfillment. This is what we're both passionate about. And because we know that from a heart level, Mm -hmm. that this is what we are striving to achieve and learn. Every time we do it, we feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. And this is a little bit different from what we originally started this episode about, which is giving. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of want to connect these two really quick. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. So. Giving can be like what Anita mentioned is giving time to somebody else or giving attention to somebody else. Okay. So giving this non-physical thing to somebody is a way to have a sense of fulfillment because the other person will receive you, right? They receive your attention. Mm -hmm. They receive your presence. And that alone is powerful. And so we're not definitely discluding any of that. That is definitely a powerful way to be able to connect with people and yourself simultaneously. The only thing I wanted to add is something more in the physical realm, and that is giving gifts and giving money. Okay, even though 
you don't have to do these things in order to reach a sense of fulfillment. But by giving physical things, you can achieve the same sense of fulfillment. So if it's donating money to a charity you love or giving a gift to a friend or even a neighbor or a stranger can achieve the same feeling. And so having this as another alternative for people is helpful because some people don't like to share their time. I definitely know that. I like to share my time only with a few select people. And if I have to give it all my attention to somebody else in order to re achieve a sense of fulfillment, I would not feel fulfilled very often. Mm -hmm. But and on the other hand, with these other alternatives, I'm capable of achieving the same thing. We'll be right back. I really like journaling, but I always end up in no time or cannot find a journal that I really like. So I was like, hey, let me create one. So here it is, a self-help journal created and designed by Anita. Inside the book, I provide very simple and easy to follow template. For example, in the morning, to-do list. In the evening, gratitude practice. So you can use a very little time to start this healthy habit. Go ahead and check it out in our description down below or go to our buymeacoffee.com. So to give another perspective from what you, or everything that you just said, like back to the beginning that people ask, how do I find my purpose? And you, Eric's way is to ask them, what do you love, right? And my way is to ask them, who do you want to be? Our life, every day, we have a lot of different identities, right? Like when, it, when I'm in my class, I'm a teacher. And when I'm talking to my friends, I'm their friend. And when I'm being with you, I'm your spouse. And with kids, I'm the mom, right? There are many different identities I wanted to achieve. And each one will give you a different kind of purpose, right? Like you say, spending time. I do want to like spending time with my family, not so much with my friend. I mean, the amount of time is different. You know, so you have to figure it out. Each one of them, they will give you that indication like, oh, right now I'm with my friend. How much time is the maximum? I would say for me, it's one hour. An hour with a friend is plenty for me because I need my time to do something else. And when I'm spending this time with them, I'm being super present, right? Like completely being present. And other, other things, when I'm with my students, of course, I give them my time. I also give them my service, which is they wanted to learn English with me. And with my clients, they wanted to achieve a certain life goal, overcome a difficulty, a challenge. That's my form of giving. So that's just what you said. So back to the purpose. Find the purpose, you can find a sense of fulfillment. And if you look at it like this, the equation is figure out what you want it to be, right? Like Eric says, he wants to be the person who, who is willing giving time to family but not so much with friends. That's the kind of friends that you want it to be. You spend quality time, not huge amount of time with friends, right? But for family, the father figure they want it to be is always there for them, right? Figure out the identity and what kind of person you want it to be. Then you'll find your purpose. And when you find your purpose, every little thing, like I say, one day you will be a lot of different identity so if you what identity makes the purpose you did it you feel the sense of fulfillment so that's my way very simple to share with everybody else interesting so classifying identity 
and knowing who you want to be inside those identities is important in, to, in order to achieve the sense of fulfillment. Yes, because if you just ask, like, what is your purpose? It's big because yeah. we're talking about your life. Right. Every big thing can be break down to small things. So this is the practice I do every single day in order to find that sense of achievement. Like sometimes I'm for my students, I'm always my way of telling myself is I want to be an on-time teacher, meaning 15 minutes. I give you 15 minutes of my attention. When the 15 minutes up, those 10 minutes in between is my time, you know. So it's not like I'm not willing to give more time. It's just I'm also wanting to be the teacher who shows them what is on time means. So by doing this, every session, I can feel the sense of fulfillment because I finished the purpose of this class. So this is what I'm saying. Once you find a purpose, you can just push more a little bit, right? One session, you finish that, you feel great. And the next one, you do the same thing. This is doing a class, you know, and when you're doing the time with your family, that my goal with my son is each day I will figure out something new to do with him. You know, that's my goal. That's my purpose. And I'll just go out, try to find every things I can, just like I'm using the resources to just make something new with him, my, my son. I feel the sense of fulfillment at that moment. So that's how I've been pushing through the each single day and to do more, you know, day by day. And so are you focusing on the emotion when you are going through this process? Because I know a lot of people who are wanting to achieve this sense, like this is an emotion we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And so are you focusing on what kind of feeling you're actually like having sensation in your body when you're achieving this feeling? Like, is there like a, a way to describe it? Like for me, just so you know, it's like I feel warmth. I feel mm -hmm. feel this tingling and I feel this sense of abundance. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've done who I want to be, mm -hmm. you know, like this idea of like I am, I am me, mm -hmm. you know. And so that kind of feeling is, you know, around my body mm -hmm. when I have this sense of fulfillment. But what about you? What is the sensation that you could describe to the audience? Sensation will be powerful. And I just feel like a lot of energy inside my body and just go like, if you look at cartoon, like every like time. Goku? <laughs> something like that, I guess. Yeah. I've never seen Goku. Yeah. I've never seen that. But basically every cartoon as will happen, you know, like when they were like Popeye eating the spinach. spinach and he just becomes like, super strong. Like that. Oh, like that. I feel like that inside. But from the uh, emotion, emotional level, I just feel so connected with myself with everything like so everything that we just mentioned just all makes sense like i'm being present moment i appreciate who i am at this moment and i feel so connect because i be i am getting closer to become who i am every little moment every single moment so if i must find a word to describe it it will be connect like i'm just so connected to my to myself well that sounds like a you know it sounds good to me I want to dive into the career okay. part of fulfillment because I know right. a lot of people want to understand how can I feel fulfilled at my job, the place where I spend, you know, one third of my life. Wow. You know, it's a big part. 
And we just talked about the other third, which is family and friends mm -hmm. and all the social interactions you have. We're not going to talk about the other third because that's your sleep, man. You know, you probably feel fulfilled there. You probably feel lots of beautiful things there. Hopefully sleep well, everybody. But the thing I wanted to bring up with work is two things. One is if you're in a job, and I know a lot of you are, I have a job. I know mm -hmm. you have a job. Yes, and I do. we all have jobs that we go to and get paid for. Mm -hmm. And we believe that a lot of people believe that this is enough. It doesn't matter what you do as long as you got that money coming in. So a lot of people will pick jobs irregardless of what the job description has written down. They just scroll to the bottom and see, oh, how much money they get paid for it. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. I'm definitely guilty of it. But the thing is, is that job descriptions are important because they help us understand what we truly are going to get ourselves into. And are we willing to do all that stuff? Mm -hmm. Because when you get in there and you're like, this is going to be great. And you have no idea what's going to happen. And then you already committed to a year of your life doing that thing. Mm. Like, hey, welcome. Oh, you thought you were going to be an engineer? Just kidding. You're going to be cleaning toilets for one whole year. It's not... It sounds like it's a good pay for, <laughs> good pay for cleaning the a toilet. toilet. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, but what if you didn't really like cleaning poo-poo all the time, right? So I mean, it's just, who does? Yeah, I mean, exactly. So <laughs> that would not be a sense of fulfillment. You right. get paid, okay. but it's not fulfilling you. So mm -hmm. technically, you're spending one third of your life doing something you don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing a lot of people think is that like, oh, only people who are lucky get the job of their dreams or only people who love their jobs are very rare. They're, they're not very many out there. Mm -hmm. And that's just not the truth. The, tr right. the truth is, is that having our own job that we love is a right mm -hmm. and it's not a privilege, right? I got that from Simon Sinek. If you don't know that guy, you can check out his uh, books. He has, uh, also has a podcast. Yes. Uh, and that is what he, he strives to teach everybody is this quote right here is that mm -hmm. we are all trying to have jobs that we love as a right, not a privilege. So Waking up to the idea that we are all capable of having jobs of our dreams is mm -hmm. a reality, not a dream. Right. Right. I think people, they, I, that reminds me of one time that I was trying to cultivate this kind of idea and to explain it to my student. My clients were asking me about like, you know, purpose and making money and your dreams. They always believe that your dream is always the dream. But I told, they asked me, like, what is your dream? And I, I simply tell them, like, something, something. And then, ah, yeah, you know. I have a something, something <laughs> dream, too. Okay. For example, is to, at that time, the, the thing I answered is like, I wanted to have my Mercedes G-Class. I say, it's just a dream. Although, you know, having Mercedes G-Class is not a job, but it was just the idea to make him understand dream could be reality as well. Yeah. So when I answer, I say Mercedes G-Class, I know I'm going to get it in five years. That's what I said. And then he says, no offense, I'm just asking you one more time. Do you think it's a real, like realistic goal or it's just a dream? I say, mm -hmm. either way, you are right. If you're always looking at the things that you wanted to get as a dream, it's always going to stay as a dream. Oh, that should be repeated. Right? Like, oh, it's just a dream. When you say that meaning... In the real world, you're not going to put in effort to get it, right? It's just, it's just a dream. And so many people are in Taiwan says, house is so expensive. 
you know, I want to have a house, but <laughs> it's just a dream. They always say that. The, the, the ending is always like that. Yeah. So, so they keep it in their dream world. Yes. Not in the real world. Yeah. So basically for, for the job, it's the same. If you think you wanted to get something, for example, like you said, some people wanted to get become an engineer. You know, for you, it's a dream because you you know you can achieve it, but sometimes probably a little bit higher that you need to put in more effort to get it. You wanted to get it, but you, you're not sure you can get it or not. That's why you call it a dream. That means you wanted to get it, but for me... There's uncertainty. Yeah, but for me, like, I know in my life, I probably want to be an engineer. So having a job, becoming an engineer is not a dream to me. Mm-hmm. It's a reality because I've been seeing other people doing that. You see that you see things from a different lens, right? So when you are thinking about the job that you really wanted to do, all you have to do is try to do it. You know, if money really is the problem, then look at the job that you have right now. Of course, we're not telling you to quit the job right now immediately to become a painter or whatever you want it to be. Figure it out. Figure it out what you need in order to become a in order to do the job, right? So you got to have a plan. If I wanted to be a painter, what do I need to do right now? Each and single day, just do that thing in order to achieve that goal. It's not, not always about money, right? So you just, maybe you need to get a set of brush, maybe, you know, go ahead and go do it. Maybe I need to know how to critical, criticize the, the, the artwork, then gain the skill. So find the things you like to do and gain more skills. And one day, because you're putting the effort to do those things, one day you will realize becoming a painter, using the example of becoming a painter, it's not so difficult to achieve. One step at a time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally see that. And that's an interesting perspective for us to be able to step into the idea of what are we doing that now that needs to be able to achieve our goals tomorrow or the mm-hmm. in the future right? right and so the goal that i think we're all trying to achieve is understanding that fulfillment is actually one of our six most basic but profoundly necessary feelings that we need to have as humans mm-hmm. and to have fulfillment in our lives would mean that we are actually following our life path and we are following it day by day towards making this bigger dream a reality so if you don't have a dream for some people out there, that's definitely the case. There's like, oh, I just don't dream big. I like to dream small. I like to maybe have an, an apartment, maybe have a dog and get married one day and then call it quits. This is, you know, it's a really nice dream and it's comfortable. But the idea is I want to encourage everybody here is you got to dream big. Dream whatever that big dream is to you. For Anita, she said it's having a Mercedes G-Class. For me, it's moving to Italy. You know, there's this, you have these big ideas that we really want to strive for. And if we are capable of achieving them, then you know, we're making a sense of fulfillment a reality. And it doesn't necessarily mean that the sense of fulfillment is happening when you receive the thing. Mm-hmm. This is a really important part right. that a lot of people get confused with the feelings that, oh, when I get there, then I'll feel it. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. The case that we want to do is, like Anita said, with the painting example, get the paint brushes one day. That will give you a sense of fulfillment. Mm. Get paint another day. 
That will also get you a sense of fulfillment. Get in art class another mm -hmm. day. That will get you more of fulfillment. Right. And you see, the more you do the actions, the bigger that sense of fulfillment will grow right. inside of you to the point where you are achieving right. what you were seeking in mm -hmm. your dream. That's true. And then one thing after another, boom, you have an abundance of sense of fulfillment mm -hmm. flowing through you. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Like, so it all go back to who do you want to become, right? And for me personally, every time I wanted to do something, I, this, the, th the phrase, you know, of course, everybody will have fear, like doing the things you've never done before, running like 20Ks. Oh, geez, I've never done 20K before. This kind of things, of course, we will have fear. That's very normal as human na nature. But the phrase I always encourage myself and say it to myself repeatedly is like, I just wanted to see how far I can go. Maybe I sign up for the 20Ks if I finish 13. I will still be very proud of myself because I'm putting the effort to do it just a little bit more than a regular 10K, right? So it's about learning new things, gaining new experience. Those also can give you a sense of fulfillment because you feels like you unlock part of who you are. Like, right. it's like, oh my God, I never thought that I can paint something like this. For example, the painting or doing exercise. Oh my God, never thought that I can go this far. It could be overall many different things that you can achieve. Like the, for exercise, you go this far and just, I never feel so alive inside my body. Like all oh, my muscle feel so strong. Those are the feelings that sustain our life, which is again, a purpose. I just discover a new ability of myself. You know, how great is that? Or learning a new way of drawing. Oh my God, never know that. You know, so those are the little something that you can tell yourself. I just wanted to see how far that I can go. I just wanted to see what else can I do? Yeah, I was thinking about the song, but <laughs> are you thinking about the song too? No, I am. <laughs> Anyways, yes, just keep on asking yourself. I just see what would happen if I do A. I would just see what, what would life bring to me if I blah, blah, blah. This is the sentence that you can say to yourself when you know you're calling, but the fear stops you from moving forward. Just ask yourself, yeah, screw it. If I try a new way, probably be ugly, right? But it's okay. It's fun. At least I try something new. I completely agree. Is that the idea of trying something new is the only way to find out whether or not you're going to actually achieve what you are dreaming to become reality trying the same thing over and over again until you realize this is not working is, of course, another wake-up call, but there is just so much more efficient ways to use your energy. And so whenever you get that hunch or that gut feeling or that, that little voice in your head saying, hey, try this instead, see how it goes, don't shut it down so soon because that might be fulfillment calling you. Yes, you know? definitely. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things that I wanted to mention at the end of this today. And so... The only other thing that I wanted to mention today about fulfillment is how can you identify you are feeling fulfillment inside of your work when it's not just actually a physical sensation? It's more of like something you notice as a side effect of your activity inside of this feeling. And so the way to recognize that you're actually making this happen in your life is when you're doing something and you know this activity is expanding you, okay? Mm -hmm. So when you're doing this activity and you know that you are actually 
gaining not just the knowledge from the activity that you're doing, but you can see how this can be related in other parts of your life. So and a great example that I can think of is being for Anita and I, life coaches. One of the things that we learn as life coaches is how to teach people great stuff that we're teaching you right now, mm -hmm. how to feel these feelings, these sensations. And as a result, we expand from learning this. We get to also use this sense of fulfillment in our own personal lives and we can learn how to adapt with it thanks to the knowledge that we're sharing. So this is expansion for not just what we're doing for others, but also for doing it for ourselves. So another great example would be the artist once more, is that if you are creating beautiful art and you're feeling like this is so fulfilling, having this connection and you're learning these skills that you can connect with other parts of your life, but on, on top of that, every time you show your art to somebody and they are in full awe and admiring of what you made, that is expansion. So I think this is another really crucial point that needs to be addressed here with fulfillment is that anytime you feel like you're doing something that is the opposite, contracting you, you have to be careful and ask yourself, does this fulfill me? And if so, how does it fulfill me? And if you don't feel like this is fulfilling you, you might want to reconsider should I be spending as much time as I am doing this activity? Should I be using less time doing this? And what could I be doing similar that could expand me? Or could I do something completely different that would expand me? These are these ideas and questions that I'd like you to challenge yourself to try in, in some area of your life if that you're feeling that the words I'm saying to you right now make sense. Because this is what I've been doing recently with my own life and it's definitely had a great impact. Yes, sometimes when we are, uh, you know, life is pretty challenging, to be honest, because we have a lot of things, having a lot of identities to sustain could be a good thing or a bad thing that can give you a negative or positive impact, depends on how you're handling the situation, right? So ask yourself, does if I spend my next hour doing A or B, which one will fulfill me, right? And they will help you and push you to the right direction. And you have to find what is right to you, what is the things that fulfilled you because nobody else can figure that out except you. So be aware of your life, your, uh, your style, lifestyle. If there's some part doesn't give you the sense of fulfillment and ask yourself, how can I do better? How can I be more fulfilled? Just do a little small change each day can give you a very different life respect. I couldn't say it better myself. Thank you so much, Anita, for that. You're welcome. I think that's a great place for us to slowly segue out of this episode. Is mm -hmm. there anything else that you would like to connect with in this episode for our audience? There is a one very useful, not useful, sorry, a very educational quote that you wanted to share with everybody else. Ah, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so my quote today is this. I want you to listen closely. I'll repeat it twice. And that is this. All you need to do is to have the will and desire to want to understand what drives and inspires you. Let that sink in for a second and I'll say it again. All you need to do is to have the will and desire to want to understand what drives and inspires you. So will drives 
desire inspires. Mm. Okay, so when you have these two fundamental aspects of your life understood completely, what is will? What is my desire? And how do I apply these two in my life? Then the after effects, the drive and the inspiration will happen naturally. So this is another quote from Simon Sinek, the author that we were mentioning earlier. We will put in the description his book, which is called Find Your Why. And you can take a look at that. But basically, the idea that we're trying to convey today is as long as you understand who you are on a very basic level of what gets you up in the morning, what moves you, and what are the things that you're wanting in life, or what do you choose to have, your desire, then these two things will constantly be motivated with inspiration Mm -hmm. and drive. And so that's, I think, wonderful, wonderful quote. Jake's Jake's to Eric Matthew. That is, all right. (laughs) I'm not playing that game, but okay. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for your sharing, Eric. Of course, Anita. Anything else? Nope. I think we have done a very fulfilling (laughs) episode today. Absolutely. I feel fulfilled and glad that we're able to share this information with everybody. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please definitely make sure to check it out on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, you get to see our funny faces, especially Eric's. Anita is looking quite fabulous today. I'm okay. And finally, thank you to our podcast supporters which we will be putting on Instagram, who that is as a thank you for being our supporter, our shout out to you. And also we're going to be putting up more content and soon we're going to have a surprise that we're going to be sharing with everybody Mm -hmm. that we're looking forward to announcing probably in the next group podcast Podcast. episode. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yeah. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. Please thumbs up, review, five star, do all the little bells and jingles, <laughs> jingle jangles. <laughs> Share with your friends. Okay. We'll see you, see next, you next time. time. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Taiwanica. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.